Good evening, everyone. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing great. It is the first day of spring. I am excited for not only the change of the seasons, but as somebody who's like super passionate about plants and plant medicine and just the cycles of the earth, like this is one of my favorite time of year. So I'm excited. How are welcome, you? Audience. We want to welcome you in. This is the new Austin J. Haynes show. We're excited to talk about resetting your life, discovering your purpose and living fully now, just like the graphic says. And it is a great time. I feel like people, I know for me, like when you're going through winter, it's a season, but winter is not only a season that we experience, it's also a season in our lives. And, you know, I've been saying this theme, Mama Mo, that I feel like people want clarity, that they want to know, they, they want to know there's a better future. They want to know that they can make a change, but yes. they, they don't quite know how to reach out. Like, where do I go? I can I can watch the Facebook reels. I can go to TikTok. I can go to LinkedIn and I can watch and get all this information. And actually in the green room, Rick was saying he really loved what I said was, you know, a head full of knowledge doesn't necessarily lead to transformation. So information doesn't doesn't necessarily need lead to transformation. So wherever you are in the audience, number one, we're glad you're here. I want you to get something today with these two incredible stories that we're going to share. But before we do, um, it is the first day of spring. How was your day today? Like what, what insight did you walk away with today as this, even though it's kind of cold, but how was your day with the first day of spring? My day? Yes. In the audience. Oh, it was, it was a beautiful day. I got to go outside. The sun was shining, but not only that, it's like planting season here. So we have our garden. So my son comes over, we start planting and planning out our garden, which we're planning on making it a lot bigger this year. It's just like, it's like that spring cleaning. It's that, that life reset. It's like that movement, that action. It's like, as soon as I know spring is here, I know that it brings life and that brings me energy and peace and joy. And it's just, I, I love spring. So today was a good day. It was an awesome day. And what happened, I'll, I'll give a quick insight. We're going to bring our guests on. I'll just give you a little teaser. First of all, if you're in the comments, like, are you ready to spring ahead with, with your life? Just do hashtag spring, spring ahead, uh, life reset, whatever you want to put. Like if you are ready to make an adjustment, like, I don't care if, you, if you're somebody who's at the top of your game, right. But you're feeling like, I know there's another another arms reach there, there's another like there's another step for me or you might be coming out of a tough season and you're not sure what step to take but but you know you're ready like I want you to type that in and I want you to share this with one person that needs a positive message listen I know I can tell you right now this is an old number but I know that people share negative information twice as much as they share something positive you will share the funny, dramatic meme, you know, that, that's on there. But I'm asking you to share it with one person, not thousands, literally one, because that one person that hears this could make a huge difference. Because when you hear the stories that we're going to share, what, one gentleman dealt with suicide. He's going to share a personal story with you. We have another gentleman who's, who's a top business mentor. He's going to share uh, some of the clients that he works with and the exciting project that, that he's working on. So you are going to absolutely get something here, but I just need you to, I need to know you're here. So type in uh, hashtag spring, hashtag spring ahead. If you're ready to spring ahead, then I'm going to share a quick story and a, a funny photo because I went up to the Rocky steps today, Mama Mo, because we're getting ready for Flashpoint uh, 5.0. 
where we're going to be at the Rocky Steps on March 31st. I did a, a live video to promote that, plus just sharing the steps. My God, it just fires me up. But I did a TikTok live, and this is what happened during the TikTok live. Let me see if I still have the, have the graphic here. Uh, okay, I'm going to pull up the graphic here in a moment. Um, so <laughs> I don't have the graphic up there yet. But uh, let's hear from our, our people in the chat here. So, all right, here we go. Who else? Type in if you're ready. I'm sorry, go ahead. We're working out the kinks here at the new show, but let's type in if you are ready right now. Type in the chat if you're ready to spring ahead. And while I get this graphic up, Mama, what does it mean for you? And what do you think collectively people are feeling right now? What do you think if you could, if you could measure, if you could just measure, right? The, the, Honestly, I think yeah. people are in a frightful stage right now. I think that they're in a lot of fear, you know, coming out of COVID, resetting their lives, coming out of a winter. There's a lot of financial uncertainty. There's a lot of like, I call it fear mongering going around on all over the place. And I think people are ready for a change. They, they just don't know what to do about it. They want to change their lives. They want to change their, their, I feel collectively like there's a lot of people at a pivotal point in their life and they're looking for something different. They just don't know what to do. And I think that spring is a perfect analogy of making that change of action, of moving forward, of coming out of the dark and into the light. And I think that I see a lot of that right now. I see a lot of unease. I see a lot of people just searching. I don't even know if they know what they're searching for, but I have a lot of people reaching out to me. They, they just have a lot of questions. I think they're just, they're fearful. And, you know, in, in this time, in this day and age, you know, we just need to step away from that and remember who we are and, and our purpose on this life and, you know, do things to fill our own cups, not worry about things on the macro level, but focus more on the micro and what can we do today to fill our own cups and those that we care about and those around us because we only have one life and it's yeah. such a precious life. And that is what spring reminds me of is life. The rebirth. Yeah, no, I, I love what you just said. And I'm going to go a little opposite on this because this is what came to me today as I was going over to the Rocky Steps. Fear. Fear. What are you fearful of? Mm -hmm. Are you, and I'm just going to hit it right now. Are you feel fearful of losing money? Are you fearful that your business won't work out? Are you fearful that your mate is going to leave you? Are you fearful that you'll never meet somebody? Are you fearful that you missed your opportunity? Because yeah. I'm just going to go right in because I, I'm not here to sugarcoat it because if we sugarcoat it, nothing's going to change, right? It's, and I know for me, like the more I can be raw with myself, but, but, but graceful, I think there's an art to being assertive and graceful with yourself. I found that most people don't, they either, they either like go off and just, like they're off the radar and do something where they lo lose themselves or they're harsh on themselves. And I think if we can face fear, we can find the, the way where I can be assertive with myself and graceful, but I can still have grace and, and I can face my fear because we know that what, 
when on the other side of fear is everything. What What's the quote? What, when you face uh, feel the fear. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about Suzanne Jeffers, my favorite. Feel the fear and do it anyways. Feel the fear. And when you face your fear, the death of fear is certain. Yes. And it talks about in the Bible, Job, it says, the thing that I feared most came upon me. So what I want you to think about is if you if you're feeling the fear, it's okay to feel it. Like nobody's here telling you not to feel it, but we want you to get over it. And I think the stories that you're going to hear today are going to help do that. But let's laugh a little bit. We got, this happened to me earlier today, so we can laugh at me if you want. Here it is. I had a bird on my head. It was pink too. Just it, that bird, that bird's name is Stormy. I was uh, there and, you know, I mean, it's just a weird thing, but uh, these, this guy had like four parrots. He was walking in front of the Rocky Steps. He had four parrots. I happened to meet him. There was a like a police officer or some kind of an official writing him a ticket, and he walked away. It was this crazy scenario. But anyway, it made for great live video. So I'll say that's the, the live video of the week. I had a parrot land on my head, and I don't have the video because it was done on, on TikTok Live. But uh, it was certainly entertaining. So maybe we can uh, throw that out there. Uh, you know, did you, did you have something entertaining happen to you this week? So there you go. So let's move on to our guests. But let me grab Dana's share here. So oh, can you put that back up? Okay. Fear of failure. And I, I want our guests in the green room. And I'll just let the cat out of the bag. We got Richard Buckingham and Coach Kevin Kearns, who's a returning person here. But we have the fear of failure, fear of rejection. Okay, so these hit home, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of change. We have the fear, oh, the fear of public speaking is number four. I think that might be number one. <laughs> the fear of, the fear of perfect, oh, the fear of not being good enough. Got you, yes. The fear of vulnerability. That's a good one. I know we're going to talk about that during the show today. The fear, uh, fear of time. Yeah. Do I have enough time? Did I lose time? Is it, is it too late for me? Sickness, illness, things like that. And what about that last one? Fear of loneliness. And that can come in different forms too, because being lonely doesn't necessarily mean that you're alone. Sometimes you can be surrounded by people who love you and still feel empty inside. Mm -hmm. I know personally what that feels like, you know, all coming from your self-worth and whatever you're personally going through at the time. And that's, that's a deep one for me. All right. It is for a lot of people. So stay with us. We're going to get into the stories now. Let me bring on our, our first guest. Our first guest. Are you ready? So our first guest I met through Kerry, who's our, in the, our producer now and does a lot of the graphics. I love his story. He's a Yale graduate and he'll tell you the full story. But he he was also in sales because I, I kind of resonate with that because I spent you know a, lo a lot of time there. And then he is now a top business mentor. But what I love, he's working on a book by Abra about Abraham Lincoln. I'll let him talk about it. But I, I love, I'm already intrigued by the project because Abraham Lincoln is an incredible figure to this day. But I, I love the angle that he's going with this. So we're going to learn a little bit about his story. Let, let's hear what he's up to now, what he's doing with clients.
and then what his vision is. So help me welcome Mr. Rick Buckingham. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Rick, how are you? Let's get Good. your head in the square. This is like Hollywood squares. So we there we go. In the square. Austin, it's good to see you. Mama Mo, it's good to see you too. Happy oh. Monday. Happy first day of spring. Yes. I loved your opening comments. <laughs> it's, it, it is. It's all about uh, rebirth, renewal. I like that. I love it. That spring is one of my favorite times of year. And yeah. I'm excited to learn more. For those who this is your first time, last week we had Richard on and he told us, gave us just a sneak peek on what he's working on. And I'm super sure. intrigued and super excited. So I can't wait to learn more about that. That's so yeah. nice to say. We're going to dive in, but let's let's ask him, how was your first day of spring? Like, how, what are you thinking and feeling? And what, what are your clients thinking and feeling? Like, Well, Mama Mo, I think, said it well. I, I uh, think there there uh, there um, is a, a little bit of uncertainty of what's going on. There's a lot of ups and downs and overs and unders. And it sounds like it's going to be a busy week in, in the news and what's going to happen with certain people in the news. And we have these financial institutions struggling. Um, we are at an interesting time. I think it's a, you know, somewhat of a uh, crossroads. It is. And we could probably spend a good couple hours talking about what's happening in the current news. But as you know, what we focus on here is to inspire the individual with the stories and with your story, Rick, that we're going to hear and really get us to do do action. Um, you know, it's uh, it, I'll just real quick. I'll just say I saw uh, Robert Kiyosaki was talking about this, uh, the rich dad, poor dad. And he went on and gave all this prognosis about the state of affairs. And he, but then he goes, but as you know, what I do is I work with the individual to say, what are you going to do now? Yep. So after, after he, you know, he put on his expert hat and talked to the, the talking heads about what's happening in the world, right? The noise. And then he went back and said, but as you know, my work is what are you what are you going to do now? So right. we could change the narrative out as many times as we want to. Right. There's always some narrative that wants to grab our attention. And then at the end of the day, it's like, OK, but what am I going to do now? And maybe I'll share my poem by the end. I got a poem I just wrote. But anyway, can you post right. it too? what's that? Can you post it as well? I'd love to see yeah. it. Yeah, it's and it's uh, it's kind of like uh, uh, I will. I'll share it. Maybe I'll share it by the end if we have some time. I think that'd be great. Yeah. So let's hear about your story, and you know what you're passionate about. Uh, what's happening in your world? Like, let's learn a little bit about Rick Buckingham. Today. Well, Austin, it, it's funny. I, I feel like you and I have a lot of common ground in lots of places, and we were both salespeople. And Yes. And you and I, when we met, I told you, you know, when I first started in sales, I, I didn't do well and it was frustrating. And, and I thought I was really smart and, and I, um, I, I didn't think go, I was really smart. So you had that over me, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would go to lunch with these guys that were really smart. A group of us would go to lunch every day and, and I learned a lot and something that I really struggled with, I, um, overcame. And, and I went in a period of about six months from doing poorly to doing pretty well to doing really well. And I went from having no business to having way too much business. And the other, wow. I was pulling my hair out trying to figure out, okay, how do I deal with all this? And as I told you, the whole experience prompted me to write a book about it. Because I think that if you ever really want to understand something, at least for me, I, I uh, write about it. So as a writing a book, 
that was really helpful. And I had people call me up and say, oh, come and talk to our salespeople. And can you do this? And you can do that. And it was a really interesting process. And, and as I told you, Austin, you know, I've gotten a lot of great compliments on the book and all these great things. But um, I think I benefited the most because when you sit down and have to, yes. you, both, you both are nodding your head. Like, like when you write a methodology about something, it just forces you to get to the brass tacks and really understand it. So, so in a way, it, it uh, was a transformative experience. I started something that I didn't do as well with. I, I uh, worked on it. I got a lot of help. I asked questions. I got coached. I, I had a lot of things and it transformed me and it made me a better and a smarter person for it. And I think what you asked me what I'm passionate about, I think I'm passionate about transformations because I think that's all what we're doing every day, even, even if it's a, a mini transformation, but we're, I think we're always transforming. That's so, why I think your event, I loved last week. I took notes last week and, and you said that just having the information doesn't give you the transformation. Right. But my whole thought about it is, is everybody, want, you know, it's kind of like everybody wants a transformation and so, sometimes only a few people really get it. Well, who are the ones that get it? I think the people that come to your event, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I love the comment, you know, you, you, you know, you, you can have all the information. I think you have to experience a transformation. Yes. Exactly. And you have to be around it and running those yes. steps. And I, I've watched those videos and doing that and putting your body in that state where you're literally pushing yourself towards a transformation is a really good thing. Yeah. Before we move on, no, I'm, I'm with you. And I, and I think the fool's gold is because of the world we live in today, because we have such a pipeline to information we get fooled into thinking we know it. And then we measure what we know against someone against what someone else knows. And that's why I'm passionate about the experiential side of this. Right. Coach Kevin Kearns on here uh, after you talking about this too, because he works in the, in the, as a fitness expert. So he's, sure. you know, he's got the physicality where he gets to watch people transform. Um, but, but as you know, even w working with your clients, when you get out there and you roll up your sleeves and you say, let's go on a sales call. Right. Like I can tell you, but until we go out there and we sit in front of a client and now we're, we're, we're in the, in the game, so to speak, that's when it gets real, you know, Absolutely. and I, I don't share this much, but I've, I mean, I've had people rip up proposals. I've had people throw my business card in the trash in front of me, <laughs> you know, and I would say, you dropped it. Here's another one. <laughs> but I mean, you, you go through those, those hardships um, in the experiential side, but to your point, and we'll get on this, like, I know if I didn't go to a, a live experience, I wouldn't be here. Right, right. I would not be doing this. I, I would have been somewhere else, some other path. Well, well, and then truth be known, had I not been so frustrated that I wanted to overcome my inability, I wouldn't be here either. It was only my frustration and my anxiety and not being able to do it, which propelled me forward. I needed to experience the quote unquote failure to, to move out of it. Stepping in, stepping out of your comfort zone and allowing yourself to be vulnerable Absolutely. in an uncomfortable state. That's what moves us forward. I mean, I had yes. a similar experience on my healing journey, which is why I'm so passionate about healing. I had all the book knowledge. I went to school for psychology. You know what I mean? I had all of the knowledge up here, but it wasn't until I stepped out of my comfort zone, went to a foreign country, immersed myself with other women on this transformational healing journey that I experienced something that absolutely absolutely 
changed my life. And because I experienced that, it projected me into currently what I do now. And I think that's what it is. It's that action. It's right. stepping out of that comfort zone, allowing yourself to face your fear, be vulnerable, and then learn. It's that transformation, that transmutation of who you are is what's so important. I think that's yeah, really absolutely. Exactly. But before we move on, I want to get to to Rick's story. And I and Rick, what's the name of the book? Because we, I know you're working on a new book. But well, the, the the business book I did is called "Customer Wants Client Forever," and it's twelve tools for building a lifetime client relationship. Carrie, can we get that somewhere? That book yeah, is that book available now? Is it up? Yeah, yeah. You can get the um, Amazon link to it. Sure, you you, you you can buy the book there. Yeah, if Carrie can get that link, we'll get that link up. Uh, but what 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 did you deal with to overcome? Like what? Because then we get we got about like four or five. We got about five, four or five minutes. So, so I want to get extract your story you know, before we bring on Coach Kevin Kearns to join you here because he's listening and I want to hear what he has to say about your story. So what what do you um, what was your tough moment like where, that you had to overcome? That's a great question. I think I had to get out of the way, <laughs> and I had okay. to be teachable. You asked that last week, like like people that, that are successful. And I think part of it is listening. I tell you one thing, Austin, you know, we're all taught how to speak everywhere, but we're rarely taught how to listen, but listening and getting out of the way and getting rid of my preconceived notions and, and just letting it kind of unfold before me. I mean, I know it sounds a little touchy feely, but that's kind of how it worked. Yeah. So, cause you, you, I mean, I would imagine a lot of people would be like, wow, you know, Rick's a Yale graduate, like that has a lot of prestige with it. Right. Yeah. But I, you know, but um, I actually grew up in the, um, the, um, the uh, construction business. And I mean, they could care less where you went to school. All they can care about, you know, they, they do the same thing, ripping up the cards, throwing you out the door. I mean, can you deliver, can you deliver, can you have the right price and can you make it happen? So it was very much, you know, proof of delivery, proof of product. Yeah. Well, you've done it. You did that for 10 years and now you're, you're a business mentor. Why don't we, what with the we have a couple minutes here. I, I want to hear about the project you're working on now. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm very excited about this. It sounds like you're a writer to me, like a researcher and a writer, like kind of like, uh, I love that too. So I think that's maybe why we connect. What, what are you working on? And, and let's get us, I want to hear about this. Well, I'm, I'm writing a book on uh, the spiritual awakening of Abraham Lincoln, and it's called American Adam, the spiritual awakening of Abraham Lincoln. And I think what's so interesting about it is for, for, for those that don't know much about Lincoln, if you think his presidency was, you know, this, this star-studded affair that were all these great, uh, you know, had all these successes, you're, you're woefully misled. He really struggled in his presidency. And there were times there when, you know, as, as James McPherson said, he had nary a friend in D.C. And his life, Austin, was a transformation. So, yes, so I, I got into it and, and I kind of tried to figure out what it was. And I think the man had a spiritual awakening. And I think it happened. I think it happened. You know, it happened in the, in the 1850s, but it really happened during his presidency. And he got out of the way and. You know, he went from from from, you know, most likely losing an election to winning not by a landslide, but winning comfortably and having a fairly popular presidency at the end. But it wasn't until he kind of got out of the way that that happened. Yeah. And I don't you don't really hear about Lincoln, you know, Lincoln's spiritual journey. Like, I don't, don't. I've never heard that before. And But I do. You know, I've always heard about 
you know, I always feel, sometimes I feel like Abraham Lincoln because of the, the amount of times that, that he failed, right? You, exactly. You every, almost everything he went to do, he failed and then he became president. And I, it, I mean, that story alone, you know, we, we can resonate with. Exactly. To your first point, one of the reasons you don't hear about his spirituality is almost every historian punches the ticket of he wasn't a religious man. And right. they're all comfortable saying that and they move on. Well, wait a second. If you go to St. John's Church in, in downtown D.C., there's a pew there with his name on it. He'd come there and pray. He'd get there late and leave early. But this is a man that he certainly wrestled with his spirituality. And he certainly felt something very differently. And to that point, Austin, he's one of the few presidents that began this dialogue with some sort of higher force. If you read his, his second swearing in address, He's really dialoguing with a higher force as to what's going on. He was an incredibly intelligent man. He had a year of formal education. One year. Right, right. And he's our smartest president. <laughs> Maybe we should make sure that they all don't go to school, right? God love <laughs> yeah. them all. It you seems know. like, the, yeah, I mean, if you go through history, it's like the, the ones that, not, not, not in all cases, because we have some highly educated, like Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, Henry David Thoreau, we have people that, we're highly educated. Actually, they're are they are they Yale? Did they go to are they your alma? No, they're Harvard. They're Harvard. Yeah, I think they're Harvard. They're Harvard. Okay. But but it seems like you have this influx of people. Look, look at Mama Mama Mo's a perfect example. The, the self-education that you've been on is, you know, is right there. I mean, so there is something about that that um because I used to walk around feeling like I was never good enough because I, I didn't. You know, it's a story I told myself because I didn't have a college degree. Everybody else had stuff that that I didn't have. And I that was my program. And that led to a lot of failure and hardships. And that's why, you know, I'm doing this later. But you know what? I found it. I found the gifts and I'm doing it. So I think it's so important you say that because Lincoln felt like he was deficient. They asked him to describe his education. And he, he said in one word, defective. Yet at the end of the day, really, where Lincoln was great was he made his weaknesses became his strengths. Yeah. And and that was just incredibly powerful. I love, I I love, love that. So it's really powerful. So hang on with us, everyone. And by the way, if you're here, we're, we're focusing on life reset is the main theme. But we're talking to Rick about this incredible book he's writing. It's called American Adam. The Spiritual Awakening of Abraham Lincoln. The Spiritual Awakening of Abraham Lincoln. And we we hear Abe Lincoln quoted a lot in the success world because of how many failures he's endured. And I love this book that you're writing. So what I'm going to do right now, we got to hit some sponsors and some promo. And then I'm going to bring uh, Coach Kevin Kearns on here. Uh, we'll bring all, all four of us on, Coach Kearns, Mama Mo, Rick, and myself. And then what I want Kevin Kearns, uh, Coach Kearns to uh, just ref reflect back to you what he heard. But first, we're going to share a couple things here that are happening. One, I want to highlight our sponsor. Um, uh, we got to share here. So Abe suffered from depression. He had two major breakdowns. Yeah. Before finally transforming a remarkable. And, and then he got assassinated. So we, we could talk about this for hours. Right. We know the story. Um, so we'll, maybe we'll share a little bit more before the end of the show. But right now I want to hit our sponsor for the Flashpoint 5.0. Is coming up March 31st. Denise Ferrer is one of the sponsors. I just talked to her today. The more I know about her, the more I love her. She's an incredible person uh, with an incredible business acumen and heart-centered. She, she had this incredible story of her own personal breakdown. And then she built back up again, built this incredible relationship with God. 
And I want you to see, um, she's one of the sponsors for our events. I want to share that now. So we'll give Denise uh, a shout out and we're going to give you some opportunity to find out about the event. We're going to get Rick's link up here. Um, if Carrie, could you put that in the Facebook chat there? Cause it's a really long Amazon link. Or if Rick wants to give us the best way to Google it, we can put that up there too. So um, I'll tell you what, what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to type that name of that book in so people can get your first book. And, you know, this way we can, they can Google it. What should they Google for your book there? Uh, customer wants client forever. Customer wants client forever. Client forever. And that's you under find it on um, Amazon. It's, it's, it's Richard Buckingham. We're doing this real time. This is how we roll. <laughs> okay. So we're going to put that up there. There it is. And so while we're doing that, I'm going to introduce our next guest, I'm just I'm just going to go off the off the cuff here. So Kevin, Kevin is a, uh, a guy that I met. He, he's almost like a, he's like you know, where Rick, you're new to my world. Kevin's kind of like an old friend now because uh, we met. Uh, was it a couple of years ago? But anyway, I did. a. I was talking about the Rocky Steps. So well, last year I did a video every day at the Rocky Steps and I had different guests join me. So Kevin wasn't able to physically get there, but he joined me on the video stream he is one of the most energetic guys I know. He has worked with over uh, or 15 UFC fighters as a top fitness trainer. He's a, a motivational speaker. He's pretty much everywhere right now. He's building his brand. He has a program, Burn with Kearns. He's highly sought after. He gets results. And what, what, I, what, what the, the crazy thing is, and I think he would admit this, perhaps the greatest thing he's overcome is depression. And I'll let him talk about that because he's got a, a journey that's deep about what he had to overcome to be on. And, and this is the thing, like if you're list, watching this live, right, you, you're, you, you happen to click on here. Here's I, I just want to get the point across because I think about this for my journey. When someone's face is on your screen, one decision different and they're not here. So they have a story to tell. So I want you to give a, a warm welcome to Coach Kevin Kearns here with us today. Rich Kearns, how are you? Good, Austin. Mama Mo and Rich Buckingham. Boom, baby. Here we go. So, you know, I'm glad, you know, Richard, I appreciate you sharing your story. Thanks, Dana, for the welcome. And Austin, having me on again. We met in New Jersey in that little place in Cherry Hill about over a year ago. So, you know, I, I appreciate where people are going with, like Dana said, fear of failure. I think if we back up for one second, I think the sure. number one fear, number one fear, is fear of not being loved. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Because if you look at what we've gone through, COVID, isolation, the whole bit, no human contact. Right? There's no human contact. We miss the human contact. We're tribe animals. Let's face facts. We are tribe animals. And finally, and when you look at, and I'm not going to knock anybody's business, but we look at the service business, which I'm in. I dealt with fitness, martial arts, and corporate wellness, and then police and law enforcement. We lost 80% down. 
I knew martial arts school owners that went down 80%. I lost 80% of my business like that before Zoom ever existed. And I was coming out of, as you know, Austin, a deep depression, which I had a very messy divorce, attempted suicide twice. That's real. No joke. 12, 22, 19. I try to do that. And then the next day I try to find a stop, a spot in the Tobin bridge to jump off. Thank what God. year was that again? What year was that? December 23rd, 2019. Okay. Four years I want to pause you for a moment. Okay. Cause I want to dig into your story, but uh, before we train, I just want, you were in the green room listening to, to Rick's story. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I just want to get your reflection back. Um, and then we're going to dig deep into your story and then we'll bring Rick back on the end to reflect on your, on your story. So I, I agree with Rick because Rick had a defining moment. And I'm going to add to that because I think what happens during our lifespan is you have multiple defining moments, right? Like my first defining moment, as you know, because I wrote a book on it, Always Pick Last, was this is my dad's ring. My dad died of alcoholism when I was 12. He was 48. I'm 56. Don't feel like it. And I don't do <laughs> curls for girls. But anyway, <laughs> You have defining moments. And I was picked on constantly and similar to Rick and similar to Austin and Mama Mo. What did I have? I had a life-changing event. I had a close uncle talk me into taking karate and I said, okay. Same thing, said, defining yeah. moment. And I think if you look yes. back, every so often it happens that you have a defining moment where you go, this path, this path. I got to choose one. I can stay where I am. And like Mama Mo said, and this is a big thing I'm pushing and it's a big yoga concept, which I'm a yogi and martial artist, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And the big thing I'm pushing on my TEDx, my yes. TED Talk, as you know, I'm putting it together. The new macho, as we call it in my, in my keynote, the new macho is vulnerability. Vulnerability is strength. Face facts. Face facts. And I think, no offense to Mama Mo and all the women, men are taught, suck it up, be a tough yep. guy. Really? Be a tough guy. So my second book, There's Light in the Tunnel, is a true, as you know, yeah, you have the book. Here, I got a copy right here, yep. There's Light in the Tunnel, How to Survive and Thrive Depression, is a true story how I ended up in McLean Hospital in 2019. For I'm talking, I woke up on Christmas Eve, my mother's 91st birthday at McLean Hospital, one of the best on the planet. And there's my, there was my Christmas week. I found ECT therapy, electroconvulsive therapy. Thank God it was the only thing to fix me. And... The biggest problem, I, and I want to share oh. this, going back to Rick, I think Rick made so much sense when he said this. You kind of get that moment and you go, like I had this turning point where everything I was trying, drugs, therapy, wasn't working. And it's like a weight. You just keep putting more weights on it. Like a, one of my talks is the cement overcoat. Cement overcoat. You just can't get it off you. And I said, and this is, I always say this because my dad, I swear, talks to me every day. And he says, I heard ECT. I didn't even know what it was. I, even, I had no concept of it. I said, I have to do something. Hmm. Marriage was over. My ex-wife, as you know, talked the kids into moving out. Haven't seen them in almost three years. And I said, and now I'm talking about loneliness. And now I've got to, I got to do something. I have to flip the switch. And then coming out of that, oh, hey, let's throw COVID at you and lose half your business. Right? Wow. Michelle Wink Long wants to talk. Sure. Give, give Michelle. Yeah. Phone and number. you know what? Let me just pause a moment. Um, because if you're listening and, and what are you going to say yes to? Right. Cause there's so, we say no most of the time and there are things we need to say no to, but when I'm listening to Kevin, he said yes to 
the karate class. You start. So what is it? Because isolation is not your friend. No. Hiding behind what you think you know is not your friend. Vulnerability, like it is so true. Uh, vulnerability is is saying I need I need help. And what's I wrong with help. that? What's wrong? Right. With that? What is wrong with that? You know, it, it, it's, you know, there's a great quote, and I'm going to go back to Rick on this because I, I know how Rick likes to quote, and I do too, and you do too, Austin and Mama Mo. So, Rick, it looks you like know. you're still with us. So, yeah, <laughs> like you're not, go for it, Kevin. You know, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is having right. to do what you have to do in the face of fear. And I think the biggest thing I learned, and I've worked on this for five years, and I'm still working on this, and this is a, I believe it's a Mark Twain quote. Forgiveness is the fragrance that is shed by the violet on the heel that has crushed it. What does that mean? That. Forgive you. Book. Forgive you. You know, people, people think being yeah. selfish, because we've seen all this, right? Entitlement, you know, the, you know, I'm owed this, I'm owed that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, people are entitled today, but one thing I, I have to do myself and everybody else here, we all have to take care of ourselves first. Self-care. Yes. Self-care. Self-care, we just did a whole thing on this. And I just want to go back to what you said. I'm going to see if Kerry can pull that quote up. Yeah, it's a uh, for, forgiveness. Forgiveness is, is the fragrance that is shed by yep. the violet on the heel that is crushed. It. Yeah, we want to get that quote up there because like we're, we're, we're talking about fear because what you fear will come upon you. So it's not, and, and I just want to hit this because you're, you're hitting it here. It's, it's not that you're not going to be fearful. You're going to be fearful. It's to become aware of it so that you can then transcend it and, and then face that fear by maybe becoming vulnerable is, is fearful. Cause we we're let's face it, Kevin, you, you know, this we're, we're raised in, in the man's world. Absolutely. We have to have all the answers. We can't show vulnerability. We can't be weak. So the ego steps in and, and we get propped up by the ego only to realize that we're, we're going to crumble. Oh, you know, here's a good concept. I just put up the second book. Here's a good concept. This is a great concept I learned from one of my yoga teachers. Your ego is not your amigo. That's right. And if you look at, you know, I'm a big fan of quoting Dr. Wayne Dyer. What does ego stand for? And I'm not, I'm not going to get religious, but edging, uh, that's fine. I got God, you. I edging God out. You're edging yes. the God within. And I'm not telling anybody out here, like I'm a wellness transformation coach. Okay. This is about transformation. I'm no longer a personal trainer. That's not what I do. We have three pillars in our system, Burma Currents. Proper exercise, proper, proper nutrition, proper mindset programming. And the biggest problem is Rick knows and Mama Mo knows and you know, in my world or any world right now is you have all this YouTube stuff and people don't know how to disseminate all this information. Oh, they've got 5 million viewers, so they must be know what they're talking about. Really? Right. Do they? And then, they, right. then you find out they've had like five years experience. Ooh, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? Instead of looking at the followers or how many hashtags they have, how about find out who the person is? You yeah, know, I, I absolutely. Just, you know, so I think, I, so I think pause a moment because uh, I want to get I want to hear from uh, Mama Mo and I want to hear from Rick. Um, we'll start with Mama Mo because you're you're laying so much. We appreciate. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go way back to to one of the things that you you said in the beginning is the fear of being loved. Yep. You know, that's yeah. that right in 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 and of itself is such a deep statement because it really, really does. It's that fear of your loving yourself and figuring out who you are and what you want to do in life because that 
you know, is accountability. It's fear of being vulnerable and letting others love you and seeing you authentically and authentically as you are. And all of those things, because we don't live in that state is what creates this fear and this unknowing of, you know, and as we get on and we go later in life, and then when the things around us that we base all of this on, because we don't base it on the love that we have within ourselves. So when things happen, like you had a divorce, your business starts to fail, we define ourselves by those things. And so when we don't have them anymore, because we're left with ourselves, and we don't know how to love ourselves, then our world comes tumbling down. And the, you had those moments in your life that was transformational, where you literally wanted to end your life because you couldn't wow. find that love within yourself. And I think there's so many people out there today in this day and age in in having this world of technology and knowledge right here at the base of our fingertips that we don't know how to love authentically within ourselves and how to love other people like deeply. And so because of that, we live in this state of fear of unknowing because we can't find our place in this world. And I just, I thought that that was such a deep statement that you had said, and it's so much bigger than just, you know, the fear of love. It's, it's, it's everything because love is the highest mm -hmm. vibration. And if we can live uh, in that, if I can dovetail that, that goes with that book, right? Power versus power versus first love, and this is from a medical doctor. Mm -hmm. Love is the highest vibration. Hate is the is the lowest. Okay, and at the end of the day, this is one of the things I say at the end of my talks, especially with people going through this mental health challenges. And I've been there, you know. And you come back and forth. You one thing you have to remember: you have to get it in your soul, in your heart. You matter yes you matter. have a gift don't keep yep. it wrapped you have a gift don't keep it wrapped what you yep. go through you grow through yes beautiful rick let me let you chime in you're on mute but let's let's hear what you have to say yeah just some absolutely great comments here so, some of the things that i think about is um you know failure is a great teacher if you really take the time to listen to learn from it and I mean, success, hardly any people learn from success. They're not forced to. But if you really take the time to figure out what worked and what didn't work, it's a great teacher. The other thing I've heard underneath all this and, and just some great comments is I think part of this is we're called to something. And, I, you know, you mentioned about the fear. It's kind of like you have to do it. It's Ooh. something that that, you know, you have to to go through mm. and and use the resources that you have available to you to do that. I mean, oh. you know, there, there's no surprise that Lincoln had one of the best cabinets in the country. Probably Lincoln and Kennedy had two of the best cabinets of any president. They had really smart people around him. Right. He relied on a lot of smart people. But yeah, I think there's a calling that if, if you're fearful about something, it's something that you need to do and overcome. Mm. And that's that's the deep calling that's, that, that's with inside you. You know what I just got? I just got a download. Success is like the trophy that hides all the failures it took to get it. Yes. Well, you, you know, let, let's add to what Rick said too. People, and I've been, I, there's, you know, tons of videos on this, but I forget who it is. It's the Mulligan brothers have a video and it's all different comments. People think success is a straight line. It's like, no way, man, it's here, there, you know, it looks oh like a God. Pollock painting, right? It's like everywhere. And the other thing I think people have to remember too is from Inside failures are hidden gems, right? What did work, what didn't work. Like for me, 
I appreciate that Austin tried to do sales. Rick tried to do sales. Mama Mo, this is what I tell all my coaches. My 2,500 coaches I've certified under my system. I go, look, you are an educator, motivator, inspirator, entertainer, salesperson, vault, and pot psychologist all in the same breath. If you can't do that, you do not belong being a coach. Done. And that's whether you're a fitness coach or a regular coach. doesn't matter. Yeah, because, you know, uh, you know, you, you end up being your first client. Like I was my first client when I didn't know it, you know, what I had to, what, what I overcame, but no, this is great. I'm going to pause because I want to share a, a video. I got, I got a sponsor I want to highlight and we want to share the video for the event that we have coming up in less than two weeks. So I'm going to pull that up right now. We're going to share that and then we're going to come back. We're going to wrap this up. We have some great conversation today. Uh, just these, these videos you can go back to, by the way, go back. Cause it's on YouTube. I go to the YouTube channel at Austin J. Haynes, subscribe, because you can go back and listen to little chunks of this because there's so much in it. It's like it's like a concentration of really great stuff that you can reflect on, get your journal. I mean, the, the, you know, the, the information is still valuable. And then maybe one day you'll say, I'm going to step into, you know, that experiential part that maybe you need if this is resonate with you. So let me let me pull this up. My name is Marilyn Morales. I'm here because I want to help people to heal. I want to heal. I want to be different. I want to be more productive. And I think anybody that comes here is going to find that same thing. They're breaking. All right, we're back and I'm going to bring Mama Mo back on. That's the QR code to get to the event. I'll drop the link at the bottom there for you as well. You can get a virtual ticket to that event for as little as $23 US, be a fly on the wall. We have a VIP virtual ticket for $97. That's Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we might add Monday, but it's definitely Saturday, Sunday. And then you can get a VIP in-person ticket or a general ticket if you want to be in the space. They're very limited at this point. So if it's somebody, and I say there's two types of people, and I think people on here will agree with me. There's two types of people that take action. One, you are in intense pain. Two, you are, you have been driven to intense purpose. And they're kind of two different sides of the same coin. They're the people that show up for these types of events. Mama Mo. I just, I get emotional every time I see that video. I cannot express the transformation. It's a sacred space. That's the only way that I can explain it to have, you have to be vulnerable. You're in this, 
beautiful energy of men and women that are ready for that breakthrough moment, that ready for that change, ready for that flashpoint within their lives to just break down everything that is no longer serving them to step into their purpose. And it's an incredible experience. And just like we were talking about earlier, about it's one thing to have the knowledge, it's another thing to immerse yourself in it. And it's such an intimate, beautiful setting. And that's why, you know, I've come alongside you, Austin, because it really is a once in a lifetime experience. I, I cannot express enough. It's one thing if you want to come virtually and you're not ready for that and and you just want to observe and see and be in the moment in your home for whatever reason that may be for you. That is also sacred space. But being there in person is on a whole another level. It is just, it's something that is unexplainable. I really encourage yeah. you if this is something that you're thinking about to take action, to jump, to have that leap of faith because I promise you, you won't regret it. And I got to tell you, like I host the event and I'm like, wow, like I'm what I'm wowed by, by people like Mama Mo that come in and it's a, it's a co-creation. Uh, and every yes. time I'm changed, like I think Rick was talking about it. Stephen Covey talked about this. The best way to learn is to teach. I spent 19 years in sales for a fortune 500 company, the same company. And only to learn that my, my true skills were teacher advisor, which also is applicable there, but it's about uncovering your gifts, even midlife. Cause I found that midlife people made some early, anybody here midlife made some earlier mistakes or am I, am I the only one, <laughs> right? We've all made some mistakes and that's why we need the ability. We need someone to say, you can push reset. You can start over. You can blaze a new trail but it's a lot harder by yourself. So you can come in, meet people like Rick, connect with Coach Kearns here and get your journey started. You know, the vulnerability to say, I wanna have a conversation with Coach Kearns. I wanna have a conversation with Rick. That vulnerability, it, it, it's, it's kind of like this, you know, but what it leads to on the other side will literally change your world. And if you wanna take it a step further, you get, you get to Flashpoint Live and you'll never look back. I guarantee it. So let's get into our closing sequence here. Um, just final thoughts as we, as we wrap up this March 20th, first day of spring, two incredible guests, Rick Buckingham, top business mentor, writing a book on Abraham Lincoln, American Adam, the spiritual journey of Abraham Lincoln, Coach Kearns, we got his book here. There's light in the tunnel. And I, and by the way, I know there's a lot of depressed people out there. We know that celebrities commits, have committed suicide. No, no joke, right? We know that. So we know that this is real. And I think, you know, this book, no, I don't think, I know. Somebody who's been, what, what's the Carl Jung quote? If you, I'm going to paraphrase, but if you aspire to reach heaven, you must be rooted in hell. Your roots must be rooted in hell. Carl Jung, Coach Kearns. When I think about that, I think about your journey of, of what you you know what you've tried to do to yourself, and here you are. That's what I'm saying. Your face is on here now. Back to 2019, this was not even a thought. You were trying to take your own life. So, rock rock bottom's a good foundation to stand on. Absolutely, no so, place but up. Yep. 
So there you go. That's a great, that's a great quote. So, and I'm going to share my the poem here too. So we got rock bottoms, a good place to stand on Rick, your final thoughts. Well, I mean, I, I, I one of the things I, I think about with Lincoln is he was constantly overcoming and everything I'm hearing in this conversation is coach Kearns is overcoming. You're overcoming. Mama Mo's overcoming. It's a matter of overcoming small things to medium sized things to larger things. You're always trying to move forward. Keep moving. I like what Rick said. Keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, we, but this, ta I, all my tattoos mean something. So this one is vision, passion, and perseverance. Now, Dr. Wayne Dye, you say, hold your vision, keep your passion. So in 2010, I added perseverance because you can have, as Rick said too, he goes, you can have all this stuff in your head, but if you don't apply. So I always tell, I close with everybody and I say, hold your vision, keep your passion, maintain and invest in your perseverance, no matter what anybody tells you. And believe in yourself. Yes. So I'm going to put everybody in the green room here. I'm going to share a, a poem and then we're going to, with the final couple minutes, we're going to wrap up. So Carrie, you can take that, that um, bubble down and let me cue this up. This is a brand new poem, uh, original poem here. Just wrote it uh, March 14th. And then over the weekend, I, I got a download, uh, put this together and I looked up and like three hours went by, but, but this is the result. So let me pull that up. Oh, history, lend me your ear. I crave your wisdom, for death I fear. I fear not for myself or even my neighbor. The chasm is wide and we need a savior. People have died and are dying still. Not from natural causes, does this blood spill? Man against man, once again, when will this lunacy end? Oh, history, please reach us now. Convey your message again, somehow. We recreate past evil in a new way, oblivious to the lessons of yesterday. Oh, history, reach us from the past. May we heed your lessons at last. For if we do not, we are doomed to repeat, shrouded in tragedy, dead bodies at our feet. Oh, history, reveal the noble and the good. May we rise as a people and become what we should. Standing in love and not hate for the other. Expressing the universal love of a mother. Oh, history, please move in haste for not another moment can waste. Reveal your pages now, bold and strong. May we refrain from all that is wrong. Land over life solves no problem here. Suffering endures and increases fear. Oh, history, I implore you as my country's son, 
For if you will not speak, then I will be the one. Welcome back, everyone. God, I'm, I'm, I'm watching that poem. And um, it's just, it just moving. I, I literally, I wrote that. It, it just, I feel like this stuff comes through me. And I think a lot of you can relate to that, right? So we got three minutes left. Um, I do want to just give one more shout out to one of our sponsors here. Mr. Marlon Mueller, he's our wealth sponsor. So I'm going to share that graphic uh, right now. And then we're going to say goodbye for this week. You definitely want to connect with Marlon. He's an accredited investor. He's going to be our official sponsor for wealth. For those of you looking to improve your, your especially now, you need guidance. Marlon's been a big part of our community. He's going to continue to be. So uh, this is it. This is the Austin J. Haynes Show. Reset your life. Discover your purpose. Live more fully now. And I do mean now. I don't mean next week. Um, you know, what I found, and you heard it here today, there's a polarity of life. There's never a smooth path. It's what we're doing with it in the moment and cultivating the fullness of life happens now as we're living it. And if we can reach you, I, I just, if somebody reached you, what did you learn today? Type it in the chat. We got two minutes, just type it in. Even if you're getting the playback, type it in, type it in. What, what moved you? What touched you? What are you going to do? Because otherwise it's what? It just goes up here and then you repeat. So what are you going to do different? And that's why the poem says, it's me. It ultimately comes back to what am I going to do? It's not like, I'm. what am I going to do about it? And ultimately, what are you going to do about the life you've been given? So that's it. We're going to go one more time around. Uh, why don't we give a word? What's your word? I like doing this. What's your word? Think of a word you want to lead take with you for the week. What's your word? Quickly. We got one minute. Go for it. Relentless. Relentless. Of course. Rick. Channel. Channel. Yeah. I okay. like that. You channel. channel that poem. Got Great poem. Perfect. Mama Mo. Action. I'm going to say momentum and momentum starts with one single step. All right, everyone. We will see you very soon next week we'll be back next monday i'll be back with power of pure presence on sunday at 10 a.m austin j haynes show every monday at 7 p.m we that have two the beach. that's right we have brianna brianna is going to be joining us the owner of earth eats company and then we have philip oh what's philip's last name oh my gosh philip he's a, he's a former medical doctor he's going to be joining us mock mac philip mac dr philip mac he's going to be joining us next week have a great day, everyone. We'll Thanks, see you everybody. soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.